Everything rises and falls on leadership. The ability to lead well is fueled by living your cause and purpose. This podcast will equip you with the tools to do just that. Live and lead with cause and purpose. And now, author of the book, The Anatomy of Leadership, and our host, Chris Como. Hello and welcome. Gosh, I've been looking forward to this show for almost a year now. We've spent a year ideating, thinking, and planning. This is our inaugural show of our new podcast, The Anatomy of Leadership. The title coincides with my new book that was released around December 1st of 2023. Those of you watching on YouTube, um, I'm actually holding up the book right now. Those of you just listening, if you could, could imagine what the actual book looks like, The Anatomy of Leadership, you could find it on Amazon. This really was a labor of love in 2023, writing this book. And if any of you are listening have ever written a book, you know exactly what I mean. Um, people do not write books to make money. They write books because they got to get it out of them and they want to make an impact on the world. Anyone who knows me, I'm Chris Como. I'm the president and CEO of Tilly Collaborative Network and Tilly Consulting Group. Those that have been around me for a long time know that my passion is the art and science of leadership. And as you've heard in the show's intro, everything hangs by a thread based upon whether you're leading or not. Now, you might think that's crazy, or maybe it's like sensationalized news, because, you know, we live at a time where there's so much hyperbole, but it's really not. You finding your cause and purpose and then living it, and I believe the living it part is literally the act of leadership. So I do hope that you check out the book. And in the opening part of the book, to set the stage for this podcast, I want to share an email between myself and one of the most important mentors in my life, Dr. Lee Thayer. Uh, fair word of warning, you're going to hear me quote Dr. Thayer often, and let's chase that rabbit just for a second. Um, you might benefit just from knowing who is this guy, Dr. Lee Thayer. If you're a Star Wars fan, then you know who Yoda was. Well, Dr. Thayer was my Yoda, and like a young Skywalker, I sat at Dr. Thayer's feet for almost eight years, and he really had a profound impact on me. Why should you care about who this guy is? Well, number one, he was probably the most prolifically read, well-read person I've ever met. Now, I'm an avid reader. I'm usually reading three to four books at one time, listening to several podcasts and just trying to make myself a better leader and a high performer. Well, Dr. Thayer, he made me look like a slacker. And that was in his late 80s and 90s, by the way. He's no longer with us. He's now passed on. But in his reading, literally over the centuries, like he would read books that date back hundreds of years, he would identify the great principles of leadership. And I got the benefit of sitting at his feet and being taught those principles. So when I start to write the book, The Anatomy of Leadership was really meant to be a meta framework for what is this thing for leadership. I immediately recalled an email exchange between Dr. Thayer and myself. And I opened my book with this because I asked him, Dr. Thayer, have you ever boiled leadership down? And Dr. Thayer was more of an oracle. He never boiled anything down. Part of his life purpose was to make you think deeply about things. And this email response to me is going to make you think deeply about leadership. And it's a great beachhead for the opening of this podcast. So here's his response to me about, well, what is leadership? He said, leadership is as leadership does, of course. But just to gain a common perspective on this elusive concept, let us try this definition. Leadership, from wherever it is exercised, has this universal characteristic. It changes the course of things. Now, for the better, if worthy leadership. For the worse, if not. 
Whether that is changing the course of a conversation or changing lives, yours first, then others, influencing how future lives will be lived and future perspectives altered. The performance of an organization or the peace of an organization, of a gathering, a group, a community, a human endeavor like music or marriage, or a whole society's trajectory. In other words, it changes the course of history, writ small or large, the history of life, a relationship, a vocational domain, a community, or an organization. And without the intervention of competent leadership, things will simply evolve in the direction of the course that they are on teleologically. With worthy leadership, their trajectory is changed for the better, for all those involved, and thus for the larger social systems of which they're a part. And his closing line was, so by this measure, are you a leader? Now, I realize that's probably hard unless you're a great auditory learner, and we'll actually put it in the show notes, this definition. But did you catch the punchline? Leadership changes the trajectory of things. Think about that. Where's your team headed? Where's your family headed? Where are your kids headed? Where is your organization headed? Are you impacting that direction? Because leadership, the art and science of it, truly does. So back to why we're doing this podcast. We have a great podcast already specifically for hospice and palliative care leaders. Focus on what they need to know about the movement in the industry because it's a pretty tough time in hospice and palliative care. Title of that podcast is TCN Talks. Be sure to subscribe to that one if you're in hospice and palliative care. But it occurred to me that the hospice and palliative care leaders really could use a resource that adds tools and wisdom to their toolbox to lead and navigate through the challenges, especially considering all the great learning that I receive in Katina Harvest Daily around the subject of leadership. And it also occurred to me, all leaders, no matter what the industry, could really use a resource. So the Anatomy of Leadership podcast has thus been envisioned and now is being born. So here's where we're going to go this year. Because my book was written as a meta framework, almost like a table of contents, if you will, of what is leadership and what do leaders do. If you Google the word leadership, you'll get six billion hits. And people often ask me, Chris, you read all the time. Which book should I start with in order to start my growing and learning to be a better leader? And I have to tell you, I often frustrated them and myself because my answer was like at least five books long. So finally, that's why I actually wrote The Anatomy of Leadership. I wrote it as a meta framework to start or to recalibrate or even to accelerate someone's leadership journey. Again, I hope you do get the book. It's available on Amazon and all the proceeds go to the work that we do in hospice and palliative care. But here is the framework of the book. And I want you to think about it as a table of contents. My goal is not to regurgitate the book and the podcast. We're going to bring in guests because the book is a meta framework. And anything that you have to learn in life, you could go 20 miles wide and 20 miles deep. Well, I'm not going 20 miles wide. I'm going as wide as the framework of the anatomy of leadership. But we're going to use the podcast to go 20 miles deep. So here's the framework that's in the book. First off, as a jumping off point to Dr. Thayer's definition of what is leadership, I basically break it out into five categories. Self-mastery, caring for others, influence, intention, and cause and purpose. And by the way, I love things that are like kind of brain tattoos or brain sticky. Um, years ago, my mom taught me how to spell Mississippi. I grew up in South Louisiana. M-I-Kukuleta-Kukuleta-I. Um, 
it stuck in my brain. It was like a brain tattoo. I could only spell Mississippi to this day because of that. So I want to give you a brain tattoo for the first portion of the definition of leadership. It's S-C-I-I-C-N-P. S-C-I-I-C-N-P. Self-mastery, caring for others, influence, intention, cause, and purpose. S-C-I-I-C-N-P. So that's the first part of the meta framework. The second part of the book is what I call the seven M's. So seven M's, so that way the M's are sticky in your brain, which is mission, margin, meaning management, message into the community, making people, making the organization, and finally mapping the future. So I want to back up and just expound on these. The point of this, again, is just me giving you kind of a, a broader review of the book. But go, to go back to S-C-I-I-C-N-P, first is self-mastery. Self-mastery is the journey of becoming the best version of yourself. And you can see why just that one subject, there's been books just written on the subject of self-mastery. So how do we become the best version of ourselves, realizing probably this side of eternity will never reach that point, we'll always be a work in progress. But as we look through the rearview mirror of our life, Hopefully, the trend line that we see is going in a positive direction. Now, that trend line, um, actually, one day I envision a book that I will write. Not sure what the title is going to be, but the cover is going to be the squiggly line. And it's kind of going in a bunch of different directions, and it's kind of up and down and maybe a little backwards. And But the trend line is still in a forward progress direction. That's self-mastery. The C is caring for others. Not only am I working on becoming the best version of myself, those that you have been entrusted to lead and to influence. Remember Dr. Thayer's definition, leadership changes the trajectory of things, that you care for them and that you want as bad for them to become the best version of themselves as you want that for yourself. But it's only through unconditional love for those that you've been given um, authority over or authority with and through your positive influencing them that you're caring for them and they're actually on the journey becoming the best version of themselves. That's the C, caring for others. The first I is influence. Stephen Covey wrote about this beautifully years ago. John Maxwell said, someone asked him once, uh, what is, if you boil leadership down, what do you boil it down to? He said, I boil it down to influence. And I agree with him, but I wrote the book because you need more than one word. But certainly that word needs to be in there. So influence is, how do we use the bully pulpit, the platform, or the areas that we have been given leadership over how are we exerting our influence? And then years ago, Stephen Covey said, you kind of should think about it within three circles. Your most immediate is your circle of control, the next circle outside. So if you kind of picture like a, a multi-nested Venn diagram or multiple circles, the next one is your circle of influence. And then the outside is just your circle of concern. It's a fancy way of saying, if you will put your focus and intention, so Light, that's just like maybe like a pin light will barely light up a room. But do you know focus light as a laser will literally cut through an eye still beam? That is the power of influence, which then leads us to the next eye, which is intention. And so intention, a good way to think about it, Shakespeare said many years ago, all of life is a stage. Now, in our kind of spin cycle and social media world, we're like, oh, that means being fake. No, people can detect fakeness. But every moment of the day as a leader, you are on stage. And how are you performing when you're on stage? How is your performance, your intention, influencing other people? So that's intention. And then the CMP is cause and purpose. Really understanding your cause and purpose. Our last podcast of 2023 was the one word under TCN Talks. And we really unpack 
tools like a mission statement, a one word for the year, a vision board. All those are tools to help you get clarity on your cause and purpose. So that's the first part of the anatomy of leadership. And the really cool thing is we've got a great lineup of guests going into 24, where we're literally going to take those subjects and we're going to take these experts and go deeper. Because again, I'm not regurgitating what's in the book. The, there is no book that contain all of the wisdom. If you think about a meta framework for leadership, six billion hits, that would be an awfully big book. But the book and the podcast together will give you a very potent combination for your journey of leadership. So let's go next to the seven M. So the first M is mission. And so you could say that the tools in your organization, your mission, your vision, your values, something that acts as a compass for your organization. And think about it. A compass is pegged to magnetic north. There is this thing that it's pointing towards that gives you a rubric. It gives you a touchstone as a leader, as an organization to where's this place where we're going. Now, it's not the map. Um, that's different. That's actually the last M. But this is more like a compass. So we call that the mission. The next is margin. Now, I'm an accountant by trade. Don't judge me for that. I'm not your traditional CPA accountant. There are some amazing accountants. I'm not dissing them. But years ago, the great nuns in healthcare coined an amazing statement. They said, no margin, no mission. I've grown up in healthcare, and sometimes we're kind of like, hey, we can't talk about finance numbers because it's all about the care and the heart. And there's truth in that. But you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater because just like a car will not go anywhere without gas in it, the organization has to have resources. So under margin, I was schooled by Dr. Thayer and a lot of other great, really wise men that financial numbers are really an interesting CAT scan on the organization. And margin is really about three things, return on investment, return on effort, and return on attention. And so, again, we're going to go 20 miles deep on that throughout the podcast throughout the year. But right now, I'm just trying to give you a thumbnail. The next M is meaning management. That may go, what? Meaning management. If I said communication, you're like, oh, yeah, been there, got the T-shirt, got the communication thing. Well, not so fast, mister. Um, Dr. Thayer actually won a Lifetime Achievement Award for communication, and he opened my eyes to something that I thought I understood. Communication is a very dynamic process. Meaning management is, do I realize that it's not about what I'm saying, and it's a hell of a lot more about what other people are hearing and understanding? The concept of meaning management, those words were chosen very intentionally. It's almost like, and those of you that are on YouTube, I'm like doing my hands here, it is like shaping and molding. The words we use, the stories we tell, our verbals, our nonverbals, our body actions, the energy that we're carrying ourselves with and we project all of that um, crock pot, gumbo pot of things together do affect people's interpretation of the meaning of things. So that is a whole, there's a whole there there about the concept of meaning management. But at least I think you got a little bit better of, oh, that's a lot different than I've ever thought about communication before. The next M is message into the community. And when I first heard Dr. Thayer talking about, he did not use that lexicon, but he actually talked about something called triangulation. And growing up in healthcare, I'm like, triangulation? That's like when we're talking uh, behind each other's back. No, 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 you gotta erase the whiteboard. He said, triangulation is this very dynamic process where I am hearing something. What is the customer desiring? 
What is actually occurring in the organization? How are we messaging that back out into the community? And you think about just that for a second. And really the, the uh, document that he had pointed me to was um, Peter Drucker's The Five Questions That Matter Most. I'd never, it's a fascinating book. It's a great book. But it's really kind of getting to this essence of the message into the community. It's like this very dynamic three-dimensional process of what do we do as an organization? What is the customer, whomever we serve, the stakeholders? Um, I've grown up in hospice and palliative care. There's a bunch of stakeholders, not just the patient and family we serve, the community that feels investment in their hospice, the multiple referral sources. So there are so many touch points there. What do they need from us? What do we provide? And then furthermore, how do we package what we do? And how does that message back out into the community and do all of those things reconcile? You may just have had a moment of brain explode. Yeah, it's really complicated, but so is leadership and the pathway to becoming a high performance leader and also living a high performance life. So that was a message into the community. It's the fourth M. The fifth M is making people. Now, I have a wife and five kids. It's not that kind of people making. People making is actually very similar to caring for others, but goes much deeper. It's like I've been entrusted with these people that I'm leading. Um, years ago, John Maxwell talked about the law of replication. I like that, but there's a side to replication. It's like, oh, I just need to make a bunch of other Chris's. Well, no, I don't want to make a bunch of other Chris's. I want to take the people that I've been entrusted with and help them learn and grow and become the best version of themselves. There's the team, the department, the, the task force, the community group I'm a part of. Do people walk away better for it than they were before? That's the whole concept of people making or making people. This, the sixth M is making the organization. And you go, making the organization. And so I had never heard the, to the, the, the term before that leaders have to compose their organization. Like, compose my organization? Oh, that just means I do an org chart. Well, yes, an org chart is a great visual tool. But think about the org chart for a second. Do you know the history of the org chart actually comes from Henry Ford? And think about that for a second. Henry Ford was an absolute genius. He knew everything there was about making a Model T Ford. Well, we live at a time where knowledge well, was doubling every 90 days. It may be down every 30 days now with the advent of artificial intelligence. So your org chart connotates that all the knowledge arrives in the right box at the right time for that person to make the decision. And those decisions trickle down to the other boxes so people can carry it out. Just that statement should make you a little uneasy. So composing the organization is a dynamic process. So first off, where are we going? Um, and then how are we going to get there? And what are the roles that we need? And how are we intersecting through meaning management and messaging into the community? So you can see that composing the organization or making the organization is an ongoing dynamic process. So that's making the organization. Then the last one is mapping the future. So you can see how all of these seven M's work together. So the mapping the future is probably the one like, okay, I'll probably get that. So yes, it's about strategic planning and there's some great tools. My plan is to bring some great minds to the podcast about how do you map the future? And by the way, the seven M's are the roles of every leader. Now, there's certainly some positions that you might be heavily weighted towards maybe like, let's say you really were like the vice president of strategic planning. Well, you might feel that is 80% of your role, but I promise you every leader needs tools in their toolbox for all of the seven M's. That's why I included it in the actual anatomy of leadership.
Thank you to our Anatomy of Leadership sponsor, Delta Care Rx. Delta Care Rx is also the title sponsor for our April and November 2024 Leadership Immersion courses. Delta Care Rx is primarily known as a national hospice PBM and prescription mail order company. Delta Care Rx is a premier vendor of TCN and provides not only pharmaceutical care, but also niche software innovations that save their customers time, stress, and money. Thank you, Delta Care Rx, for all the great work you do in the end of life and serious illness care. So there's the framework, again, written in the book, The Anatomy of Leadership. So what we're going to do is we're going to theme our shows throughout the year. We're going to start with self-mastery. Now, you can take any of the elements from that framework that I just shared, and you could go 20 miles deep. Right now, we'll see how the show goes. It's possible every year I just keep reusing the framework, and we keep bringing great experts under those themes. So my book wasn't meant to go 20 miles deep, but if you provide a framework so you can better live your cause and purpose and thereby be a better leader, that will help start your journey to being a better leader. So the point of the Anatomy of, the po of Leadership podcast is to put more meat on the bone of these concepts so we can go deeper and deeper, giving you good wisdom and tools because one without the other, wisdom without tools and tools without wisdom or principles is not as helpful. So that's our plan for this podcast is not to replicate the, the book like maybe other people do with our podcast. The book is a great resource to the podcast. And again, the book is more like a table of contents and either of them can stand alone. The podcast could stand alone. The book can stand alone. But my vision is both together are absolutely powerful and they will accelerate your leadership journey. We've got a great initial lineup of guests. Uh, John Locke, who is a good friend, who actually is an executive coach, one of the largest CPA accounting firms in the world. He has an executive coaching practice embedded in that CPA accounting firm. Um, one of my top two mentors in the life, Dr. Thayer, has now passed on. But Quint Studer is, is still doing great good. And so I worked for Quint Studer at the Studer Group. So Quint's going to be a great guest. We're going to bring him. And then Bruce Peters, who interestingly was a colleague of Dr. Thayer's. And since Dr. Thayer has passed on, Bruce and I have gotten closer and closer. So he's going to be one of our guests. And then also another good friend, Meredith Elliott Powell, New York's Time bestselling author, Hall of Fame speaker. So that is our initial lineup. Shows are going to be in the range of 30, 30 to 45 minutes. So that way you could listen on your commute, walking in the park or working out. I love it when I can fold time onto itself and accomplish two things at once. I bet you do too. So that's why we want to keep the show short and pithy. So make sure you subscribe to our channel, The Anatomy of Leadership, so you don't miss an episode. Please check out the book on Amazon. Tell your friends and family and coworkers about it. It's so easy for us to kind of rail against the world and be frustrated by things, but let's be the change that we wish to see in the world. That's what leaders do. Remember, leadership changes the trajectory of things. And at the end of each episode, we're going to share a quote with you and a visual that possibly might create a brain bookmark. I really like that term, a brain bookmark, and a thought prodder about our podcast subject. So that way it just furthers your learning and growth and thereby your leadership. And hopefully, most importantly, it sticks. So at each ending, we'll end with a brain bookmark. So thanks for listening to our initial inaugural podcast of the Anatomy of Leadership. And here's our brain bookmark to close today's show. Everything hangs by a thread based on whether you are leading by Chris Como. Where are you and your team headed?